This is a Capricorn FM podcast. Let's look at the developments at the Pan-African Parliament there. We have seen uh, pandemonium in the previous few days. We've had the leader of the Economic Freedom Fighters, Julius Malima, saying the African Union needs to intervene in recent around recent issues that were raised by and at the Pan-African Parliament after chaos erupted during parliamentary sitting where members clashed over the electoral system. So let's look at that and what generally is being said around the electoral system. We're speaking to Advocate Sipo Mandula, he is a researcher at the Tabombeki African School of Public and International Affairs. Advocate, good evening and welcome. Evening, my brother. Evening, evening. Advocate, when you look at the developments there at the Pan-African Parliament, what is the source of the pandemonium that we have seen? The source or the origins of this conflict lies around the issues around rotational process because the southern bloc, which you can say it is the southern bloc, which is countries like South Africa, Botswana, Namibia. They are raising that for many years, for almost 14 years. This parliament has been led from West Africa. Now they were saying that there is a need to change the electoral process. That's where there was the challenge. But what is said and what is embarrassing is that this happened during Africa month. And again, it happens on the back foot that Africa is still having the challenges of COVID-19 vaccine rollout. Africa, it is, it is still having challenges of this parliament being a fully legislative parliament that can pass laws. Mm. Now, if people are, are now fighting for a mere process when there was a legal opinion coming from the AU and others were uh, countering it, it is sad because some of us, we have looked at, the, at, at that document with a set eye. And that document agrees that the AU practice, you need to have rotational elections at some point so that you can bring unity and you can bring harmony within the AU organs. Mm, mm. And, and, and now the issue is that uh, the rotation should at least come to the north and south. Uh, it hasn't come that direction and there seems to be now a resistance towards that direction. No, correctly. Actually, both the north and, and the south are the ones who have coalition but if you look at the eastern part and the western part and when it, when we are talking of the east and the west africa is one beyond these uh, regions and borders we we have to remind listeners that this is the colonial history and a uh, colonial uh, remnant project that came from the berlin conference hence we, we i mean many people when they when they were watching they could hear different languages being spoken Mm. which was french and english but it is the nature of parliamentarians whenever there is a motion or there is a contested issue we have seen in this country when there was a a motion of no confidence against president zuma Mm. that parliament will be uh, in havoc it will be in tantrums in the point that there will be some conflict. You go to Uganda, parliament in that country goes to a point where people fight with chairs. Mm. You go to Germany, you go to UK. So it is globally that parliamentarians, sometimes they lose their mind. Mm. And that reminds us of Felakuti to say, is parliament democracy or what? Because it seems there were demonstrating their craziness in that parliament. Okay, but 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 you are saying you are not surprised of the what happened, the, the actions there. At, at all, because mm. with my little 
experience having traveled many of the AU organs and meetings mm. is that there's always tension. Mm. And this tension comes from the point that the Francophonies feel that they are uh, entitled to the AU organs. Mm. Hence, you saw in 2013 when Jinping and our then Minister of Foreign Affairs, Jamin Zuma, they were contesting for the chairpersonship of the AU. There was tension there. Mm. And in some instance, since I sit on expert meetings, I know when the South or the East speaks, yeah. the West, we differ. Mm. We differ. Uh, ideologically, secondly, we differ linguistically. Mm. And thirdly, we differ because that parliament now, there is young uh, blood that is agitating for change. And that young blood comes from Zimbabwe and South Africa. What has been the contribution of the young blood there? Because it is early, you must remember be, before Julius Malema came in there, there was Fred Chivambo, and Fred raised the issue that Julius is raising even today. I don't know whether media has followed this parliament when people suddenly say, but we didn't know about this uh, parliament, when actually South Africa bailed out for many years, for more than 70 years. Mm. So it is a serious indictment to, to the media that you never followed this parliament until there was a circus. But in this Parliament, it has achieved a little, but it is better than nothing. And that's where, as uh, Africans, we should not be critical on our institutions because we are still building them. Mm. And in building them, we are going to find obstacles. We are going to find obstructors, those who will obstruct mm. that we should not have, or what I call in- interruptions. Yeah. So if one can say, what this parliament has achieved, it is because this parliament has to legislate the laws, has to intervene when there are conflicts in the African continent beyond what people have said. That, but this is for the first time we hear about this parliament, like people who are staying in halfway house mm. in that vicinity. They've never known that they were sitting with a valuable and a noble institution. And that's why I want to blame not only the media, but even the member countries. Mm like South African International Relations Corporation Department, what they have done to educate the young people of this country and ordinary citizens about why are we hosting this parliament here? And maybe while still on that point, because of what has happened, the people would have questioned the importance of the, the parliament. Mm-hmm. We've been hosting this from 2004, as I understand it, in mid yeah, yeah, correct. Uh, yeah. uh, so, so the importance of it. You say very little has been achieved, but still it's better than nothing. So what is the importance of this parliament as far as you're concerned? What is the need, the need for it to continue and try to achieve its, its objectives? I think because you're in the radio and whenever you're in radio, you'll play cassette. Let me rewind your, <laughs> yes. let me rewind your mind a bit. Yeah. When we, when we look back to the founding fathers and founding mothers of the Organization of African Unity in 1963, mm. when they formed that body, they said, but we cannot form a body, only we need a parliament that can unite us and that can legislate laws that can be common to all of us. Mm. That's where the meeting of that parliament came. Now, between 2000 and 2003 and four, there was this debate about this parliament happening between Togo, Libya, and Ethiopia. Finally, this parliament found its home in South Africa. And the meaning and the role of the parliament, it is not only to legislate, but the parliament is to give the voice to the citizens. Mm. 
of the African continent. Mm. Similarly, if you look, let's look at our domestic politics, our mm. national parliament, provincial parliament, do you find, do our ordinary people have access to that parliament? No, they don't. Mm. Even the African parliament is in the same problem, that these parliaments are merely a colonial infrastructure or buildings that we have to de- colonized in the sense that this parliament must represent the aspirations of the youthful population of this African continent, must represent the aspiration of the women, aspiration of the traditional kings and queens, and that's where they have failed. And hence I said to most of the media that they have been hitting to say, but this parliament have not done nothing. Mm. Some of us, we have met with the members of parliament mm. when we do election observer missions. This parliament has been issuing recommendations, resolutions on cases like Western Sahara, Zimbabwe, the case that happened in Mali, the case that happened in the South, in the South Sudan. And the last case, this parliament wrote a letter to the U.S. to say, remove sanctions against North Sudan. Okay. So, these are the things that I can tell you, my brother, as I was rewinding, I will forward this cassette now. Okay, let's forward it, and let's stop right where we are today. The perception is the Francophone countries (laughs) are refusing to give up power, (laughs) that there is some sense of entitlement. (laughs) What causes that? Why would that be? Some of us will think that they will say to you, to us that they are the big brothers. They were colonized before the Southern Hemisphere, remember? Yeah. Most of them, they were colonized in the early 60s by France. Mm. Most of the Southern African countries, they came out of colonialism in the late 80s. Mm. So they might say that, but you don't understand the politics of the African continent. Mm. At the same time, they are trying to use the power of saying that, but we have this Afrique. Oh, this thing of francophone has the meaning that they are so embedded with the French language in any meeting that they are in. Mm. And, and, and that's where we need to move away from it because Africa must move towards unity. Africa must move towards integration through culture first because I think what we are still struggling is this language barriers. Mm. And secondly, the issue that we are still struggling is the deficit of leadership in Af- Africa. If you can look at those people who are in parliament, most of them, they are above 50 and 60. They were just hustling and hustling and, and fighting, okay. uh, uh, so, so embarrassing us. What could be the possible solution for the standoff? Possible solution, if I've told you earlier, I said that there was a legal uh, opinion. Mm. I've read that uh, document. It's a five-page document. What I think is that when they meet uh, October, the legal counsel of the AU must come phys- physically to the, to the session. The AU must take lead, and that's where they must engage. And that's where he must read that text and give the context to the text. If it, it, it is written in English, he must translate it to French and Arabic so that those members of parliament can get the gist of the document, which is simple, saying that in a simple essence, it says allow rotational electoral process because the AU has a precedent. Thank you very much, Advocate. Appreciate your time. Thank you very much, Mofrit. That was a Capricorn FM podcast. For more podcasts, visit capricornfm.co.za.